This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your life? Oh, the first thing I just thought was, oh, I'm going to need more than an hour to fit that stuff in. But uh, the fact is a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. I know that is for me. That's a big thing, uh, especially you get older. <laughs> um, and the question, you know, time for what? What would you do? Would it actually make you feel better? What is it that you feel you're missing in order, you know, that that would make it better? Um, and and one of the ways to sort of help figure out that out is is therapy. It can help you find out what matters most to you so you can do more of it or focus on what it is that you're spending your time on that that maybe isn't giving you that that sort of fulfilling experience. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of times people talk about therapy or they talk about mental health or it's about uh, trauma or it is about, you know, like like a, a great amount of pain or anything. And those things are all very valid and everything. But also, you know, in some ways there's stumbling blocks. Uh, there is sort of a, a, something indefinable that you're having a hard time getting to that maybe is stopping you from feeling as confident as you can, as good as you can. And, you know, therapy uh, is, is one way to go after that. If you are thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, is designed to, be, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. You may switch therapists at any time you like for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is iFanboy Media Explode, episode 24, The TV Show Game. My fanboy media split episode 24. It's gonna be a weird one. My name is Connor Gilpatrick. I'm here with Josh Flanagan. I disagree that it's weird. I think it's gonna be great. And Ron Richards. Embrace the chaos, my friends. Embrace the <laughs> chaos. So this is a fanboy media split show. It was unlocked by the patrons at patreon.com slash ifanboy, where they unlock this show and the talk split show, the book split show, all kinds of shows that you hopefully enjoy or unlocked by the patrons. So thank you for that. It's our monthly non-comics media discussion show. And we're going to play a little game this month. We're going to tell you all about that when we get to it. We've never played it before. We've made it up on the spot. Who knows how it'll go? There was some thought put to it. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm not saying we made it up this moment. We made it up on the spot this morning. more thought put into this than anything we've done in, in years. months. <laughs> That's years. <laughs> all right, so before we get to the game, we're going to talk about some things we enjoyed, in the, as we always do. We'll try not to spoil stuff, but there may be spoilers, so just be cautious. I'll just roll the wheel, and Josh, you start this month, and tell us what you've been enjoying lately. I, uh, I'm back on ER again. <laughs> like you say it like you're relapsing. Well, <laughs> the last time that this happened, which I think was 2016, possibly 17, like it was a year 
<laughs> Basically, I watched it every day while I was working. You know, not like eight hours a day, but for a year. Right. I think, I, or the better part of it anyway. I think I start. I know I started in January, and like it was like late fall when I was like finished this the series again. So this would be the third time I've gone through it. And the, what happened was, here's what I like to do during the day uh, when I have to like do the busy work part of work. In order to not get distracted, I'll put a, a television show on that I I kind of know that I don't have to pay a ton of attention to, and that stops me from being distracted by other things. But it has to be compelling. Like, I have to pay. It's a very, I don't know, it's a very fine line. So I had run out of things. I couldn't figure out what to do next. I went through a bunch of series. and I, I like all like, your rules. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, it's difficult to explain to people because, like, it has to be compelling enough, but not so much that, like, I can't do subtitles. I can't do something, you know, really in-depth and really not usually something new that you have to. Anyway, whatever. So I, I was like, I'll, I'll throw on the ER pilot. And right away, I'm in. And and like not only am I in for like hanging out like at night when like we're trying to figure out what to watch, it's like, well, we could just watch ER. <laughs> so we're only like it's only ER right now. I don't know what else is happening. I'm near the end of season three. It, I am not bored. I am compelled as much as I have ever been. I every time I go back in, I get to play the game of, hey, look, it's that guy before they were famous, which is my favorite thing. When you watch late '90s, early 2000s things, and you, you see people, and I, so I, and like I have found more that I didn't see last time. Mrs. Mack had a very tiny role from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hold on for a second. I think the people should know. People got to know. When ER was originally on, Ron and I were huge fans and watched yes. it in the beginning. But you, you only came on the very end. Yeah, I think I want to say I watched the last two seasons. As Live. they aired. I thought it was only the last season. I think it was the last season. I will confess I also, remember. Connor, that I was late to the game. My first episode was the uh, George Clooney saving the kid in the river was episode. episode. Three? Was, was that episode three or season two? If it's not the finale of season one, it's either late season one or early season two. That was my first episode. I actually saw that at my now wife's house. He had a Camaro. But yeah. Josh, my <laughs> point is this. You watched all 15 seasons in the course of like... I want to say like three or four months. No, no, it was more. It, was, than it might be longer than that. But you, you, you caught up. You, you caught up to very, to very. It wasn't. It wasn't the whole season. It was like you caught up for like the last half of the, the season. Of uh, I, I, I don't remember the detail of that. What I do know is that I was getting the discs from Netflix, and we were watching them. My wife and I, and she had watched it a little earlier. I didn't watch any drama, pretty much ever, until much later. Like I watched no drama shows, like all through high school or college or. It wasn't really until I'd say that Connor started me watching Oz at some point, and then I probably started watching The Shield, and so around the two thousands, I want to say. Well, then the two thousands, you watched Shield, you watched Sopranos, you watched yeah, yeah, early two thousands when I started. But then even that stuff, there was no network dramas until later because I was a snob. Well, you watched The West Wing? No, not till later. I watched that all on disc. Hmm. I never watched it in single episode on TV. Yeah, and the Netflix was a source. But it took years to go through through Netflix because at a certain point we got to the end of the discs that they had and we had to wait for them, like to put on more seasons. And mm-hmm. I remember that happened. Um, so it was a, it was a while because it wasn't streaming. So it was like you really had to like space it out. I would like to, uh, for the record, the episode I'm referring to about saving the kid in the storm dream yeah. is season two, episode seven, Connor. Mm, season two, November season 9, 1995. 
Sorry, I knew it wasn't season one because I knew it because I was back. Because it was the whole season. Yeah. I didn't see season one until years later. So, it's, yeah. I mean, oh, God, it's, so good. The, it's about the most perfect pilot you could possibly. Yes, like, it's, it's perfect. perfect. It's feature length long. Every character is like. Well, because it was written times. that way, you know. It was written right. as a feature script. So, it, was, it makes it's, sense. It's a full story. But I think what's interesting is that a lot of times a pilot. Many times, most times maybe, the pilot is not indicative of what the show eventually becomes because they're still finding their way around. But right away, all the characters who the characters are, it's got all of the, the things that you like about the show later. It's um, it's like a perfect, and it goes from there. And it, it's, uh, you know, like there's, somebody was like, oh, is there a part that's good or bad? And I was like, it's all good. Like, and by the way, Michael the Crichton doesn't get enough credit. I don't believe so. John Wells produced the show, but like Michael Crichton, the extremely popular author who wrote Jurassic Park and a lot yeah. of other really popular books, also wrote that, created the show. Yeah. Is that a case of where you think his other successes overshadow his success with ER? I think it's a combination of that, plus he wasn't the TV guy. He, he even yeah, said he in an interview that he would go into the writer's room, and eventually they were like, why do you keep showing up? <laughs> right. And he's like, oh, right, I guess I'm not involved. Yeah. He wasn't really but he involved, created those characters. I mean, why. those are all his characters. Yeah. yeah. You know? On certain things, though, with like especially with long-standing TV shows, if the, the creator isn't the guy who's there, then I think that their importance drops off. Also, back then, I think we paid less attention to show creators. I'm thinking. Yes. Yeah. It, it just it's 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 really good. Still, I can't I can't. Uh, it's incredibly compelling, and um, it it serves exactly that. I need. And I'm not. You know, I've, this is third time. I'm not. I'm not even close to bored of it yet. It's one of those things like when you watch something you love and have seen several times, you, every time you can kind of just marvel at like how good like the actors are, you know, like, yep. and so, so many of those people never really did much after that. And so you're just like, well, I guess Peter Benton is, is his legacy, <laughs> but it's fascinating. Remember when we said we were going to go fast on this segment? Cause we I know I realized you set the tone, Josh. I know. <laughs> I'll go really fast then for yeah, mine. I can so, go really fast for mine too. You set the tone, Mark. <laughs> last month I talked about Sunday shows. I can't remember if it was last month or the month before, how Sunday was back. One of the shows I forgot to mention on that episode was Killing Eve, which was also on Sunday and just finished its run. Uh, it had its series finale just this past week. Is that the with What's Her Face from Grey's Anatomy? With Sandra Oh, yes. Yeah. Created by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Yes. Right? Yeah, well, Jesus. let me get to all these things I'm about to say. <laughs> so well, the first season it. was terrific. Phoebe Waller-Bridge was the showrunner, writer. It had this great quirky energy and humor. It was a really terrific season one. Wait, I'm sorry. You said it aired. It airs? Yes. Yeah, What's it on? AMC. Well, BBC oh. America, AMC airs it also. It's oh, okay. all, yeah, something in that BBC America. And so then season two was not as good as season one. Season three was not as good as season two. Season like, It got worse and worse and worse as it went along to the point for this, for this final season was dreadful. It was convoluted. The finale was a disaster. This show is a prime example of you had a really great miniseries idea. <laughs> and then as soon as that idea ended and their creator left, you oh, know, it's a hit. Now? Wins a bunch of Emmys. It's got critical acclaim. It's got to feed the beast. But the problem is there was nothing to feed it. it I I they didn't know what to do with the characters. One. The mythology got convoluted in the point where they just sort of ignored it at the end. And that was frustrating as a viewer. So it was just kind of like a disaster of a final season. It held on because the actors were really good and the characters were really fun. And occasionally something really interesting would happen. But for the most part, it was just like, well, it finished it. I was like, well, what was the point of that? It should have just ended season one. Season one was terrific. Just watch season one as a miniseries. Killing Eve got a lot of press and a lot of praise for season one. And all of it was deserved. But it got worse and worse and worse. I and can't one. tell. Do you like the show or you don't like the show? Season one was terrific. So you just watched season one. So you came here to talk about how it got bad. 
Yeah, I wanted to mention it. It ended okay. this past okay. weekend. The show it. had the series finale. And you watched it all the way through? Yeah. Got it. After okay. you didn't like it. it, you watched it for another how many seasons? I would say that perhaps I was not in control of the remote control. Well, I mean, this is a deeper problem that we probably should address in length on the show. We don't have time for this one. <laughs> there were things about it that were enjoyable, but if you ask me, I think season one was the only season that was really worth watching. It wow. was weird how at the end of it, Meryl Streep yelled that she had such doubt. I, I didn't see that coming. It was a little strange, just to be honest, because part of the show is about like these quirky Russian assassins and their quirky Russian handlers, and I was like, I'm not in the mood for quirky Russian, you know, like government. Anything, era. yeah, it's a, it's a rough theme, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. eh, it's not so funny now. <laughs> not so funny now, is it? <laughs> Worth mentioning, but the first season was pretty groundbreaking in terms of, you know, it was these two characters who were women, and they fell in love, and they were, they were the main characters and spies, and, you know, very unusual what you see in TV, and very funny and interesting, but yeah. just they didn't know what to do after that, and they just got... Every season had a different showrunner. Jeez, that's a good sign. Before I get to my pick, Connor, you triggered something for me, which I thought... Yeah. Would you agree that from, you know, 40s, 50s onward... Nazis were always the universal best villain in a TV or movie or anything like that, right? Like at what period? Yeah. What period? Like I don't know, and I don't know because I wasn't around for World War II. But what? Like how long? How much time had to pass after World War II before that was okay, or was that an immediate thing? And oh, I think they were the bad guys immediately, immediately. right? Immediately, yeah, right? Like like in the thirty before World before, War II. during and after, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I just feel like that's a fu- that's a fascinating phenomenon that would never happen again. Well, it's a much uh, more globally connected world, so... Right, yeah. I mean, kind of happened with Arabs, but that was very uncomfortable and wrong. But also, right, but that was a nice... I know. It, it wasn't... If you're, if you're German... You had, like, a sitcom that took place in a concentration camp. Like, right, that wouldn't happen. Right, like, what? That was, what, 20 years later, which ain't that long now that we... You, know. you also had, like, the the producers of Springtime for Hitler and things... You know. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. I yeah. think there was a different mindset amongst a lot of the Jewish performers in hollywood at the time yeah. to lampoon them as opposed yeah. to yeah. i mean the other thing is that it so if you think about it at the, the point in the 60s like a lot of those showrunners had probably been in that war and fought yes and right and they, they wanted was, to make theirs yeah yeah well no it's the feeling that they had and then also like they they were ob- the objective evil like we don't get right. that a lot right you know like like it's very you know i've done the reading there's not a lot of defense for nazism <laughs> You know, there's not you've, like, well, you've, you've, you've checked the receipts, right? <laughs> like, like you know, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of wars that we fought with with countries that are poorer or less educated or whatever. Yeah. And the, well, it's like this. You, there's like check. Well, there's nothing. Like they were sad about World War One, right? Well, what 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 I find interesting is that um, yeah, like like there's not a lot of gray area. Like for example, I know I don't want to, I know we don't talk about comics on the show, but my son is getting very into superheroes, and there's a lot of and and is clear on the is he a good guy or a bad guy? Like that's the question I get all the time. And yes. just in fact, just this evening at bedtime, he asked me, uh, is Namor a good guy or a bad guy? Oh, <laughs> and I said, well, oh, that's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> 
with that heavy sigh. Yeah, with that heavy sigh. If you were like most other dads, actually, I don't, I don't, I don't. You tell me right now, I don't know what the answer is. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, Depends on man. the weather. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So my pick, Nazism aside, Nazis as villains. So I'm watching on Hulu uh, because I'm just, I just love this story so much. The uh, dramatic adaptation of the best crash and burn history in Silicon Valley, uh, the Dropout. On, uh, it's called The Dropout on Hulu. Um, it is the adaptation of the podcast of the same name, The Dropout, which is about the rise and fall of Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos, um, of which... You like that one more than you like WeWork? I haven't watched WeWork yet. That's next. We're, I'm, we're, I'm saying yeah. in general, your favorite... Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. The, no, the the Theranos collapse is way more interesting to me than the WeWork collapse. The WeWork collapse is the, that guy was full of it from day one, right? But like the the, like the creepiest dude played by the creepiest actor, right? Exactly. And I, I, I'll likely be talking about WeWork next month because we're going to watch that after we finish the dropout. But um, uh, but this uh, eight episode miniseries, Amanda Seyfried is playing Elizabeth Holmes. She's doing fine. The voice, yada yada. Like the first four episodes were directed by Michael Showalter. Yeah, he's. I think it's his show. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, the, the, I'm I'm into like I'm on like episode six or seven at this point. Now we're almost done, but like now he's not he's not not directing the episodes, but um he's not the showrunner. Elizabeth Merriweather is the showrunner who did the podcast also. All right, she did uh, New Girl. It's just it's just a blast, and I just I love re- and now I got I want to go watch the HBO documentary again because it's just such a shit show. It's just so great. You can't make it up. Uh, so much fun. So uh yeah, so that's what I've been watching. Cool. The dropout on Hulu. All right, so that's what we've been enjoying. Now it's game time. Game time. All right, so here's the deal. Uh, normally, when we play on the show, we're like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna talk about what we watched, and what's our then what's our big topic? What are we gonna discuss?" And Connor, you made an astute observation about this moment in time where we're at currently. What what moment in time are we at in terms of media? Or you know, it's, it's the spring dead zone. Yep. Grey's Anatomy just went on. Like new episode won't be back until May. So I gotta wait weeks now. And there's just usually, you know, February, March, April. It's not a lot out in the theaters. We're back in the sort of the pandemic. We're not going to shows, and so it was either, you know, we could do another mailbag or we could play a game. Let's play. So I so, so I said, hey, let's play a game. So we were talking about it, and I walked out to the kitchen to get a water. And what what actually spurred the thought, Josh, was a comment you made. Where Josh was like, well, I guess we could talk about sports if you guys want to talk about baseball and I'll talk about basketball. And like that was the last thing I read in our chat when I went out to the kitchen to go get a glass of water. And I was like, yeah, I guess we talk about sports. I was like, you know, it was fun when we did like that fantasy baseball thing with like uh, a fantasy draft with G.I. Joe and Star Wars. Like that was fun. And then I was like, what if we did it with TV? (laughs) And so I went back to my computer and I'm like, what if we did like a fantasy baseball with TV? And Josh said, I literally don't know what that means. And then I was like, I don't know. We could just take turns and pick TV shows. And then the TV game was born. Uh, so here are the <laughs> rules and the details. Basically, the three of us are programming our own television network. Okay? Which is already anachronistic concept. Right, exactly. It's, this is A lot of this is very much based in the 90s, like most of what we do. But you could say we're also, say we're, we're also planning our linear streaming service. You could say that, Josh. But anyway, so we're planning our own TV network, and our inventory is every available TV show that's ever come out. Okay, so imagine that there's just a library. There's a there are binders on the co- on the conference room table of just TV show after TV show. They all exist. Complete runs. Binders full of shows. Binders full of shows. And it is up to us to program our own television network. And so the goal of this is to program uh, it so that it's not only successful in both ratings and popularity, 
but also critical reception. So like all all the mix. We're not here to make our dream TV channel. So Josh, don't do like Band of Brothers. ER. Like it's not all of your show. Like it's not like Josh's dream channel or Connor's, Connor's dream Band channel. Brothers, that's a mini series, so that doesn't count. Yeah, you can do a mini series. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but so um, but well, the idea. Wait a minute. Again, wait this, a minute. Wait a minute. Like I promise wait, 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 you, wait, wait, I promise wait. you, mine is not like all nine or two and zero. You just suggested that Band of Brothers is some niche thing that I only I like. It's like the most popular thing they've ever done. Maybe but I true. meant it in the context of like stacked with all the niche things yes. that you like. That's what I meant. Yes, yes, well, maybe right. that's how he's going to program maybe, it. Yeah, maybe, maybe I can, yeah. Listen, yeah. a lot of networks have failed because of shit. Like, that's why I'm not a network executive. Right. Exactly. This game exists in this nebulous time where we are now, but also we're programming this as if it's 1993 and we have to fill the time slot. Exactly. So we've got to. So the thing is, we'd also want this to go on for hours. So what we're doing is right. we're going to be programming Thursday night through Sunday night. From 8 p.m. until 11, right? So three hours of television, okay? And essentially, in order to keep things moving, each quote-unquote pick will be for one hour of that evening. So it can be, you know, so when Connor, when your turn is up, you can pick one one hour television show or two 30-minute shows, right? All you got to do is fill in an an hour for that thing. Okay. There'll be 10 rounds total, right? So essentially what we're what we're what we're each doing is making 10 total picks and if you're doing the math there that's basically three of the uh, th- or three of the nights plus a little bit more we've got a little bonus pick going on here because let's be honest everybody goes out Saturday right ratings are down on Saturday so Saturday night is only one pick and that is for the movie of the week mm-hmm. you're allowed to pick any movie to program during the movie of the week uh, of movies that were have were released from 1990 or before that, because we figure 1990s when the network stopped doing the movie of the week. <laughs> no, they kept doing it for longer than that. I know, but that we just we need we put a stake in the ground, so you can program any movie from 1990 or earlier as the Saturday Night Movie of the Week. So as All we right. do this, uh, we're gonna go. You know, okay, Thursday night, eight o'clock. We each make a pick. Thursday. Boy, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I thought we just pick a show and we can place it anywhere in the schedule. Well, no, but we're going to go in each slot in the schedule. We need some or- we need some organization here. But that's but that's hard because I don't know how, what it's going to be. Depends on what show I get. <laughs> I thought it was like you pick a show and then you can place you got you fill out a hole in the schedule. I thought we're doing like Thursday night eight o'clock go. What Ron said. Yeah, we need really? we need some. Yeah, le- that's why yeah. you have to. Yeah. you can't stack. You're trying to build something, so you're going to look with the available blocks what you can do. As Josh mentioned, we're making this up as we go, so bear with us here. Tell them the big news. Uh, the big news is is that um, I don't it's know. Not really big. I don't know what the big news is. The, um, oh, if you're, yeah, I know. Okay, go Connor. So this show comes out on Thursday. This coming Saturday is our patron hangout, our monthly patron hangout. The patrons are going to vote on whose schedule is the best. That will decide the winner of this game. So yes. uh, go to Patreon.com/slash/ifanboy. Sign up today. Watch the hangout this Saturday, and you could get involved. You could pick who wins. So let's get started because we uh, have killed too much time now. We're going to be going in a snaking draft order. So whoever gets okay. the first pick uh, will not pick again until the sixth round. Until the sixth, you know. So it goes first, second, third, third, second, first, like that kind of order. Okay. Right. So we're going to generate a random number, which I'm not going to look at between one to ten, and whoever's closest wins. Okay. Uh, my hand. Well, is- that's not enough numbers. What? There's th- three of us are picking. Or is it just four? Yeah, so whoever's closest. Whoever's closest. 
All right. So um, everybody pick a number and then I'll hit generate and we'll go from there. So wait, what, 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 I'm sorry. What's the range from one to 10. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. I'll go first. All right, Josh, pick your number. Seven. Connor. Two. And I'm going to go with nine. And the number was nine. So I've got the first thing. This pick. is fishy. I literally, <laughs> to be honest, I was doing, I was being straight. I was covering my hand over the monitor. <laughs> so, so it, was, it goes Ron, so, Josh, me. Who? Yeah, it goes Ron, Josh, Connor. That's the that's. And then the, I get I get two picks. So you get two picks, correct? Yeah. Okay. So I get the first pick for Thursday at eight o'clock, huh? All right. Yeah. So let's dive right in. Um, I'm going to pick um, Seinfeld. All right. All right. So you get a second. Oh, yeah, then yeah, I get a second get, pick, yes. And so then in the second part of that block, fuck. I am going to go with The Simpsons. Well, that was my... And I'm done. <laughs> Josh, you're You up. sorted out my initial uh, strategy. Thursday at 8 o'clock. Wait, I actually might swap the two. I'm going to start with The Simpsons and then Seinfeld. So. <laughs> okay. Josh? Uh... All right, um... Family Ties and the Wonder Years. Wow. Good ones. You, I didn't have Family Ties, but Wonder Years was on my list. I had to Wonder Years. Oh, by the way, important to say that once someone picks something, you can't take it, obviously. Yeah. So, nice lineup there. Thank you. All right. I'm going to go with I Love Lucy. Oh, that was on my list, too. You son of a bitch. At 8 o'clock. Yeah. And Friends at 8.30. It's a solid block. All right. And then, oh, I go again. Yep. So 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. All right, then I'll go with Cheers at nine. He's doing. You're you're following the classic Thursday night sitcom block. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's good and to know. This is their strategy here. Yeah. Uh, cheers, and then you know what? I'll do Sex and the City. Wow, our days. first our first cable show. All right, Josh, you're up Thursday night at nine. Taxi, wow! In the US office, good. Taxi in the U.S. office, good choices. Very good. Ron, all right. I am gonna go, and I'm gonna go for thirty something. Ooh, good job! All right. all right, so then I go again. Josh goes again, right? Uh, no, now I go. It's snaking. So all right, you yep, go again. That's yep. right. So now 10 o'clock on Thursday nights. Jerk. I'm going to go for... <laughs> hmm, how do I do this? I'm going to go Twin Peaks. Ooh. Josh? Josh, you're up at 10 o'clock. I'm going to go with ER. That's what I thought Ron was going to go for. Me too. I, I gave it to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'm going to go for... Better than COVID. I'm going to go for Columbo. Nice. I like this game. All right. So to recap before we move on, uh, and Connor will have the first pick for Friday night, but for Thursday night, uh, if you tune into Connor's TV show, you're watching I Love Lucy at 8, Friends at 8.30, Cheers at 9, Sex in the City at 9.30, followed by Columbo at 10. Quality night of television right there. Right. Covering the gamut, by the way. And if you're tuning into Josh's channel, you're watching Family Ties in the Wonder Years. Uh, from 8 and 8.30 then 9 o'clock taxi 9.30 the office US <laughs> and and then uh, 10 o'clock ER 
And then for my channel, at 8 o'clock is The Simpsons, followed by Seinfeld, and followed by 30-something, and then Twin Peaks. All right. All right, so Connor, first pick, Friday, 8 o'clock. Quantum Leap. I knew you were going to take that. Son of a bitch. All right. Josh? Look at my list here again, because I'm sort of working with uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Hill Street Blues. Nice. All right. Oh, it's more like a 10 o'clock show, but that's fine. Hill Street. I'm not following those rules. That's fine. Just going for a block of TV. Also, when I mean, we're talking about Friday night, these shows are all dead in the fucking water. All right. <laughs> they didn't, things they didn't used to be, but that's fine. So in the 90s, those are still all right. My, at 8 o'clock, you can tune in and watch Behind the Music. Oh. Whoa. Which is a half hour. I like what you're doing here. Followed by. <laughs> the real world, right? The match game. And oh, not the, not the more recent match game, the classic 70s. The classic one. Yeah, yeah, seven match game. Wow. Wow. All right. So then at 9 o'clock, I'm going Three's Company. And then at 9.30, I'm doing Batman from 1966. Sweet. I saw that, and I was like, I'm not going to do that. But I bet that could, that could uh, happen. I got to tell you. I know we're not supposed to be doing our TV show for our, our TV channel for ourselves, but like Ron in 1983, he's home on Friday night watching that. <laughs> and he's like, whatever this behind the music show is, it's fantastic. <laughs> they should make this. All right. Josh. Josh, 9 o'clock Friday. 9 o'clock Friday. I'm going to go with Friday Night Lights. Oh, there you go. Nice. I'm going to go with The X-Files. Okay, very good. All right, The X-Files. All right. Connor, Friday night at 10 o'clock. Oh, right. Friday night at 10 o'clock. Then I'm going to do Game of Thrones. Wow. My Friday night sci-fi fantasy night. I like it. Programming. You're making my VCR work overtime, Connor. <laughs> All right, Josh, you're up for Friday night at 10 o'clock. Band of Brothers. Right, <laughs> you can. It's a miniseries. I thought you said I could. No, you can't. It's a miniseries. I thought you ruled. Oh, that's fine. I'll take it off. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. All right. Uh, Sopranos. All right, that's fair. And my Friday night, ten o'clock, is Star Trek. Nice. Is that? I almost went that's that. an hour long. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. I thought about trying to do a Star Trek block of all this. St- oh, know. I thought about it too. So. All right. All right. Now. I, no, no, no. I just I, the earnestness with which you said that needs to be remarked upon. It was also oh, a little guttural about. too. Like, yeah. It was a little. There was, there was a, a little sexual. Passion. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, you might have been talking about sheer stockings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, to recap Friday night, uh, if you're tuning into my TV channel on Friday night, 8 o'clock, you're seeing Behind the Music, followed by The Match Game, followed by Three's Company at 9 o'clock, and then Batman at 9.30, and then you're rounding it out at 10 o'clock in Star Trek. I just realized I have an hour and a half of 1960s television. But so still. <laughs> you know what, though? That, that, we're not, that doesn't matter. doesn't matter. No, it's timeless. I it's don't timeless. think you're not programming this for a 30-year-old today. Right. No, exactly. It's not what's happening here. Because talking, this is, Like, if you were a television historian, you knew this stuff front to back, right. and you had a useless degree <laughs> in this thing. Well, because I got to say that if, if I'm going to win this game, booking the match game at 8.30 on Friday night hosted by Gene Rayburn is the way to go. <laughs> Have you guys already decided that we're going to do Monday through Wednesday at some point? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I have. 
All right, so uh, Josh's TV channel on Friday night at 8 o'clock starts off at Hill Street Blues. Was that the one with Howie Mandel? No, that, no, that was St. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. I always got those two mixed up. Which one was a dream? Which one was the snow globe? St. Elsewhere. Okay, got it. That's the with the, with the yeah. Anyway. They are connected, though. Right, they are, right? It's I'm not. Yeah, universe, okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. They're all inside that boy's head. Yep. All right, so Friday, 8 o'clock is Hill Street Blues. 9 o'clock is Friday Night Lights. Followed by 10 o'clock, The Sopranos. It's a solid hour-long drama on Friday night. Quality. Yeah. While well, Connor's channel uh, zeroes in on the sci-fi fantasy with Quantum Leap at 8 o'clock. Followed by The X-Files at 9 o'clock. Followed by Game of Thrones at 10 o'clock. All right. Well, gentlemen, now it is Saturday night, and it is time for the movie of the week. I thought we were doing that last. Oh, do you want to do it last? No, uh, just, uh, nah, let's do it here. It doesn't matter. Yeah, let's do, it's, a nice, it's, a nice, yeah. it's a break. All right. All right so so okay. I had the last pick with Star Trek, right? So I go. I, I do the first pick. So mine, Saturday night movie of the week. Get the whole family together. Sit around the TV because it is the annual showing of The Wizard of Oz. Interesting. Mm. Okay. I see where you're going with that. Huh. I like that. Remember it was an event when The Wizard of Oz was on? Yes, yes. I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So there you go. The Towering Inferno. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Everybody's in it. It's an event. It's true. It's like, true. like if you didn't have access to video, like you'd go, like you, everybody would be so excited to watch that. <laughs> Connor, just do the day after. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a, I have a degree in TV joke. It is. <laughs> I'm gonna do the the newly retitled Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow. Isn't it just the Raiders of the Lost Ark? No, they've renamed them all the movies Indiana Jones and the... Right. Well, I mean, for this case, you just call it Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's fine. I agree. I'm just filling up more of the... the yeah. stuff. All right. So on a Saturday night, you have uh, three choices. You can tune into Connor Channel to see Raiders of the Lost Ark, or Josh's to see The Towering Inferno with Ernest Borgnine. And Steve McQueen and Paul Newman. <laughs> Everyone. Or fun for the whole family with Fred the... Fred Astaire was in it. With the annual viewing of The Wizard of Oz on my channel. I tell you... That's good programming. That's really good, yeah. Because yeah. there's something for everybody there. There really is. Ages, yeah. adventure, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. I thought about, yeah. I shouldn't, I mean, we've already done our picks, so they're locked in, but I thought about The Godfather, because I feel like that was that would be another, that was another yeah. event, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and any, any movie, forever. Right. I mean, people who are significantly younger than us don't understand that. What a big deal it was when a blockbuster film showed up on Sunday night on NBC. Yep. Because that was the only way to watch it yep. since it was in the theater. Yep. Like, I remember. It's, you said Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's one of the first ones I remember. Like, oh, yeah. that's on. We have to watch that. Yeah. And I, I got a big number. Like people, like yeah. when they when the Last Crusade came on TV on Sunday night, it was like twenty million people watched it. Yeah. yeah. Edited with commercials. All right. All right. So here we are. We're here. We are. We're, this is this went much faster, by the way, than I thought it would. Because. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all that planning. We should have spent a little more time explaining the rules, but uh, we here, have. Listen, we still have voting. We got to vote by night. Oh, are we voting, or the, everyone? We have our uh, own yeah. voting. Yeah. We all. Yeah. Yeah. The patrons are voting. All right, so right, Sunday they, night, what, they are, but we're going to come up with our own consensus. It probably won't match. Right. I'm so confused. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, uh, Sunday night, Connor, you're up at eight o'clock. The Muppet Show. Oh, that's a good one. I feel like I didn't get a first choice on any of these. You never did, no, because you, you're you're you, you're in the middle. You're in the middle. You're always in the middle. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's how the snake works. Yeah. If we had more people in the game, you, you'd have, have yeah, you'd have a higher or lower. Yeah. Is this this method is used 
Fantasy baseball. Okay. Yeah. It's a snaking draft. I, I get it. You right. said the word. Now I understand the word. Right. <laughs> oh man, the problem is all the shows that go well with the Muppet Show have been picked. I mean, I mean, no, there are there. You got options, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the I mean, here's the thing. This is the Doesn't strategy of programming: is that do you go thematically, you know, or do you just plug stuff in and not worry about you know abandonment? You know, like, well, this is this has to do with our when we if we vote on these at the end, who did the best night? Right. That's where that's going to come into it because yeah. Connor is going to have different views than me right. or you. I'm going to go with a show that doesn't seem like it, but is kind of thematically similar in Thirty Rock. Wow. Kind of, uh, I think no, I, I see how I see show. how those relate. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. yeah, all right, cool. All right, so then Josh, you're up next. I've got Happy Days and Arrested Development. Wow, mm. uh, wh- uh, what's the through line there? Family, or you got one going one way, the other going the other way, or Ron Howard. There you go. I didn't even think of that. That's even better. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> All right. I am going to... Oh, man. This is tough. This is tough, 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 tough. I'm going to go 60 minutes. Hmm. I mean, that's when it's on. A personifies Sunday night for me with the ticking and the in the, uh, the 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 watch and there's your news show right there's your kind of the, the, yeah good choice and then so that's my eight o'clock pick and then I go again at nine o'clock and I will follow that with Mash and the Larry Sanders show ah oh. so there you go there's not nine and nine thirty Mash and the Larry Sanders show good choices Josh is up me. next I got I got the West Wing. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> I'd like to say that over dinner, my wife predicted that. That was to be my choice if I was oh, Well, this is what happens. This is- I held it. Yeah. Shit. Yep. So this is exactly what was supposed to happen <laughs> with this draft. I need a, I need a 9 o'clock show. I need show. a 9 o'clock Sunday night show. It's, this, is, this is an enormous time slot, Connor. I got to tell you, we got advertisers lined up. What are what are, what are they going to be buying against? If you fuck this up as a programming executive, <laughs> you're not coming back the next season. I'm going to go with NYPD Blue. Wow, truly an event. We have two Milch shows. We have two Milch shows. And then do you I go, go again? I go no, last? no, you go again. I go last. Then my ten o'clock Sunday show is Mad Men. Ah, classic time slot right there. Ironically, the show with nudity comes on at nine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's butts, men's it butts, butts, side boobs. <laughs> All right, so Josh, your Dr. last Lewis pick now on that show. What a sip of what's nudity. That's what the world needed. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to put the wire in here. All right, there you go. All right, so the last pick at ten o'clock on a Sunday night. Mm. Coming out of the Larry Sanders show. I'm going to go Knight Rider. Oh. <sighs> You're mad you didn't think of that, right? No, I'm <laughs> mad that I was looking through my things and I forgot to write down the A-team because I was going to put it somewhere. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. When you said Knight Rider, I remembered the A-team. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. That might be a mid-season replacement depending on how things go on. All right, so Sunday nights, uh, if you're tuning into my channel, at 8 o'clock you get 60 Minutes. Followed by MASH, followed by The Larry Sanders Show, 
Followed by Knight Rider. Oh, mishmash. Uh, then for Connor's ch- TV channel <laughs> at 8 o'clock, it's The Muppet Show. Followed by 30 Rock. Uh, followed by NYPD Blue. Followed by Mad Men. Honestly, the 30 Rock and The Muppet Show go together wonderfully. That's pretty good, The yeah. more I think about yeah. it. And then uh, 30 Rock, well, let's let's do the analysis later on. And then at Josh's channel at 8 o'clock is the Happy Days, just Happy Days, followed by Arrested Development at 8.30. And then at 9 o'clock, it's the West Wing. At 10 o'clock, it's the Wire. So there you have it. Take a sharp left at 9. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I don't know what the, 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 the 30 Rock lead into NYPD Blue is, is there, but still... <laughs> They want, to, they want to just suck the joy right out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, my friends. Four nights of television programmed on our respective channels. <laughs> Who will All <right>. win? <laughs> All right, so let's just straw poll of things. Who has the best Thursday night? Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's hard because I. I, I think that we all would think yeah. our own night is the best yeah. night. I was curious. If I gotta be honest. No, if, if I'm straight up, if I'm that. straight up honest, I am. I am watching my channel. I'm probably taping the Wonder Years and ER on your channel, Josh. Okay. And I love. I love that we're at v- we're in v- VHS again. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Connor, I'm probably taping. I love Lucy and Friends of yours. Like I don't particularly care for Cheers or Sex in the City. That's my personal watching thing. But I doubt that you guys are, are into 30-something as much as I am, so, you know. I bet if I watched it, I'd be like, this is pretty great. Oh, you should watch it I after don't ER. doubt that. Oh, you should watch yeah. it. Oh. I, I, I mean, I'd watch your 8 to 9 slot, obviously. Yeah. Those are those yeah. are the two most formative sitcoms yeah. of, of my life. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. Connor, thoughts? Their 10 o'clock block is... I got to tell you, back in, in 1996, when you had, the, you know, like, multiple channels going at, multiple t- at the same time, like the 10 o'clock having to tape one and watch the other... Oh, that was the life. It's great. <laughs> do you miss making your your grid? Something? Yes, I do miss making my grid. Clearly, that I subjected the two of you to make a grid with me because I miss making a grid. <laughs> Some people have glory days from earlier where they talk about football <laughs> or you know girls they dated, and Ron's like, "Oh man, I love taping a show and watching another." One. Listen, I used to uh, fall TV preview. We would make a grid, and it was. <laughs> So Connor, you're, you're, you're side, I mean Connor, I'm assuming you're choosing your channel, but would you watch? No, that? I mean they're all. Yeah. There's great stuff all here. Yeah. You know, all over the place here. Yeah. Right, we don't even have to score. We're just analyzing. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. I mean, your your eight o'clock is The Simpsons and Seinfeld. Yeah, That's you yeah. know, two of the I best. Mean, you won. You win the eight o'clock block. Well, it was the first pick. I mean, I couldn't. I could have come out with the match game in the first pick. I had to. You know, I had to go strong. <laughs> well, it's, that's that's your strategy. Yeah, it's exactly. Fun. You would have thrown us off. <laughs> and then obviously, ten o'clock is. Three of my all-time favorite shows. Yeah, so Columbo's great. Ah, oh, so good. So it's a solid night. You got to keep Thursday solid because that's when all the networks are selling their movie ads. Yeah, and stuff. Exactly. is Columbo available streaming? Can you like? Let's find out. It's on like Hulu or something. I think it's on Peacock. Uh, I, that feels right. <laughs> is it on NBC? Let's see, Columbo. I always thought it was an ABC show. Columbo show, nineteen seventy-one, eighteen seasons. It is uh, streaming well, on Fubo that's... TV or on their 10th. No, no, sorry. Fubo is two seasons. 16 seasons available on Tubi, 10 seasons available on Peacock. Yeah, Peacock. Yeah. There's only like eight or nine actual seasons, and then it was all movies of the week. Oh. So there's all, they're counting them as seasons, but there was only like one or two a year. Got it. 
So it's only like seven full TV seasons. That's the oh, thing about man. the first season of ER is that there were 26 episodes. And I was like, <laughs> Jesus, no wonder they left. 26 <laughs> um, hour-long episodes in a year? Now do we talk about the shows that we forgot to do? No, sure. you have to save those. Oh, save them for Monday the next ones. Okay, I'll save them. I almost them. did, but yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Good pick on Club. Friday. Friday. Right, it's a Friday night. Well, I'm definitely I'm watching Quantum Leap, that's for sure. There's a lot of shows in here that you two like that I don't really. Well, I was never a big with. X-Files fan. Me neither. Yeah. That's surprising. Nah, I don't I, I, nah, I think uh, it is. Yeah, I don't No, for Ron it is. That's what I mean. I don't find that surprising. Yeah, I'm not Just surprised by it either. I know we didn't watch it. Yeah. yeah. I tried to a little bit at the end. But I, well, I that was the wrong didn't. time to watch it. No, I know. I, I don't even know when when it was the end. But because you know, my <laughs> but, but he, he means he means the last ten minutes of the episode. It's like what's what's oh, going right. on? Like like, <laughs> like, like like my two roommates. You know who you guys know. We're, we're both very into the show and could talk about it and be like, you should watch the ones that this guy wrote. <laughs> you know, oh. and I was like, okay, and and like I was like, they're pretty good, but I ultimately do not care. <laughs> what was that guy's name? It was two brothers who were, one of them was really good, yeah. Well, there was one of them who wrote, they were like, he doesn't really like to write them, so he doesn't write a lot, but when he does, they're great. Then the other thing I know is that um, Rob Cohen wrote, and he's the guy who directed Reign of Fire. Well, he did the film, right? Yes, he did that too. And I went to see that in the theater with them, so I kind of like caught up a little before. I mean, there was good writers, James Wong, Darren Morgan, Frank Spotnitz, a lot of guys who wanted to make their own shows. The freaking bad guy came from there, didn't he? Yeah, Vince Gilligan. Gilligan. Yeah, Vince Gilligan was a writer. Howard Gordon, he, went, he did Homeland. Like, a lot of people came out of I, th- I think it's safe show. to say that Vince Gilligan's the most successful writer to come out of that one. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Stephen King wrote an episode. Darren Morgan, I think that was the guy, Josh. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, Friday night, if you want to hang out and watch. We got, we got a lot of genre stuff here. This a lot is of a genre. genre. Yeah, yeah. Friday Night Batman, genres, Star Trek, yeah. yeah. Game of Thrones, X-Files, yeah. Final Leap. It's a good night. All right. I had to get Star Trek. I, the, the tough thing with Star Trek was which one. I don't think that's you gotta true. go. Gotta go classic, classic right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Sunday night. Are you skipping over the movie? That we till we do we analyze the movie enough? Or <laughs> let's talk about the towering inferno for ten minutes. Okay, that's this. It's the Bank of America building, <laughs> which is the same one that is the first building to go down in San Andreas. Oh, there you go. Is that which, it, was that a nod uh, or? Owen Griffo, I think so. It might be. It also happened to be directly across the street from where uh, my office was in San Francisco, like directly across the street. So I'm always when I you can see that die in two movies. I just googled the Towering Inferno and the little info box on the side. This is the uh, you know the release date, right? And the director featured song. We may never love like this again. I believe it's performed at the party. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Uh, what's the IMDb oh, tagline? Uh, I love movies. <laughs> William Holden. I mean, Faye Dunaway. Everyone's in this movie. Everything about it is is like over the top. OJ. It's OJ Simpson. Yep. Yep. Here we go. One tiny Robert one Vaughn. tiny spark becomes a night of blazing suspense. Richard Chamberlain. Robert Wagner. You are there on the 135th floor. No way down. No way out. Here's a good one. The Towering Inferno is not just the story of the world's tallest building in flames. It's the story of people. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> that doesn't play as well on the poster. No, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I haven't watched it in forever. I want to watch it now. <laughs> All right. Sunday night. So the Muppet Show was originally on Friday nights at 8, right? I don't remember. Because I, I remember we would get Chinese food and we would sit around the TV and watch it in 1980. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
You remember that when you were three? I do remember. No, I do remember it because we were. I no, I remember it vividly because it was either 1980 or 1981 because it was post Empire Strikes Back. Because I know that my dad got Egg Foo Young and called it Egg Foo Yoda and said that that's what the Yoda and Luke were eating on Dagobah, and I believed it because I was four three or four so it's it's definitely post may 1980 and we were in my old house which we moved out of an 82 so it's probably we more likely such, 81 but i remember the night we like, were such 80s kids i know really just defined by what shows we watched on what nights like that's what i have i don't have memories of fucking vacations to europe yep. <laughs> i have this yep and it says so much. This that's why one of my favorite scenes in TV history is uh, is Bill on Freaks and Geeks watching. Yes, TV. that whole thing was great. You know, after school, it's, yeah. it's the greatest scene I've ever seen. I just looked it up, and the Muppet Show ended on May Monday. May twenty third, nineteen eighty one. So it had to have been between May nineteen eighty and May nineteen eighty one that that memory is coming from. It was on Monday nights. Did it go into syndication? No. There, let's see. Because I've seen. I remember watching it on TV. But not often. The remainder of the season was fully networked on Friday nights at 7 o'clock. Friday, Friday at 7. That's when it was on. On CBS. Wow. The Muppet Show airs in New York City Monday. I think originally, because it's 1976, it aired Monday at 7.30. Oh, in 79, it moved to Fridays at 7. Yeah. yeah. So four seasons, that's enough for 100 episodes to get into syndication. Yeah. It, was all yeah. fil- it was all done in, in England. Really? Yeah. It was all done in England. Huh. Were the celebrity guests indicative of that? I guess. I mean, no, I don't think so. Hmm. Interesting. They just I got whoever Mark was Hamill. filming at Pinewood. Mark Hamill was the best. Oh, God, it was so good. That episode was so good. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to take this grid. Okay. This coming Saturday at the Patreon Hangout, we're going to propose to the patrons and put a poll up on the screen. Who has the best programming? Right. Which network gets your vote? Do Are we going to... Let's work this out. We should probably work this out before the live stream, but is it like... Best network overall, or are we gonna off, are we gonna see best night? You know what I mean. I think we we should go by night, and that would then indicate who had the best network overall. Well, we can we can do several we can do polls. Both, we yeah. can do who yeah. had the best, who is the best overall programming, and then which night is the best, and whose night uh, is the best on that night. Yeah, who's programming? We can do that. We, so we can do like it all. who wins, like who wins the time slot. Yeah, right. Okay. Who has the best eight o'clock? We can get real granular. There you go. The, the, the Muppet Show was produced and recorded at ATV Elstree Studios, England. So if you are a patron, <laughs> and this sounds fun, like you should really show up for this. You really should. I want yeah. to see the biggest patron attendance yeah. of this live stream. And, and, and to be fair, like you all showing up does not benefit us in any way. At, the, at no, all. Other than the fact that it makes us happy. Yeah. So you show up. I want to see the vote. I want enough voting so that there's... You know, some data there, some some real. You know, we can sort of see where the, where the feelings go. And if you are not a patron, I mean, if you were, I don't want to encourage this, but if you were going to jump on for like a month, I think this would be a good one to try it out. Yeah, I and this agree. is the kind of dumb nonsense we talk about on that show. This this is way more organized than the dumb nonsense we talk about <laughs> on that show. All right, don't so- expect this. So, so if you're a patron this coming Saturday, if you listen to the show right away, this coming Saturday the hangout, you'll get the vote in the get the vote in various polls. We'll do for this, and then we'll see what else we get to do. So we'll be back next month with another media explode. In the meantime, you can email us at contact.ifanboy.com. Put media explode in the subject line if you want to get a email on the show. We almost did a mailbag show this month, but we did. Do we have any emails? Can we do an email right now? We got a couple of minutes. No. <laughs> no, we don't have. Time. All right, fine. Next time. But um, next time. 
So send those emails in. In the meantime, listen to our, the Pick of the Week show where Josh and I talk about the week's comics. That's on fanboy.com. You can also find the Booksplode and the Talksplode shows. That's the Collected Edition review show and the interview show, respectively, that we do all unlocked by the patrons at patreon.com slash fanboy. You can listen to Ron and all about Android. You're episode 500 now? By this time it's come out, I will have recorded my 500th episode of that show, which is insane. What are you talking about? Phones. Oh, this one. Android phones. Bezels. You have like a theme. Bezels. No, we don't like, have a theme. It it's, like, a, like, it's very news based, to be honest. Okay. I, I mean, I could, you know, I could tell you the, the like, f- like this week we're talking about glass. No, well, if if it's in the news, sure. I mean, sure. I, I've ta- I've talked about glass on that show before. I, I know, I but, know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it looks like the uh, Google and Samsung working with iFixit on a self repair program. That's one of the things we talked about in the show. OnePlus working on a foldable phone. So things like that. Do people want those phones? I don't know. I, I'm was I almost bought a foldable phone, but then I I didn't. It's not. It's one generation away. I think one. I think the the foldables later this year or next year are going to be the ones that break through. I think once Google releases a foldable Pixel, I think that that's that's going to be the bellwether for it. And we're See, talking the benefit of that with Android size. Yeah. Yeah, moving around with it, you know, like yeah. Well, I mean, they, they fold in different they fold different large, ways. There's also, feasible. by the way, you might not know this, but there's a whole category of rollable phones, which have a, a window shade where you pull down, like has a display that rolls out like a like a, a rolled up windows. Uh, uh, See, the thing is, you could say these things, and they could be made up. And Josh, <laughs> I would go, that's cool. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when can I get like a like an expanse style hand terminal? I, that's all I want. My the two thing the two things in all technology I want are the expanse style hand terminal, like the see through glass and like with the projection kind of things, stuff like that. And then um and then I just want the Star Trek future where there's no capitalism or like or co- competition between technology where like the, the, the food replicator breaks and you just fix it. You don't have to worry about what operating system is running. You know what doesn't exist in the future where there's no capitalism and manufacturing? The future. There's not an all about Android show. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> there's not. It doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets the best thing. It's fine. We'll be back next month. We'll be discussing economic systems and our favorite TV shows. And until then, I'm Connor. I'm Ron. I'm Josh. That was more fun than it should have been. <laughs> <laughs>